Welcome everyone to DSN Off the Ropes, episode number two, the WWE Elimination Chamber. I'm Brett Swinney. Got a couple of guys here I want to introduce again to you. We've got Brandon Ogden from the Tyler Paper and the Kyle Owens. What's going on, fellas? What's up? I just had to get y'all hyped there a little bit. We the ones. As we're coming off a pretty good WWE Elimination Chamber, I'm going to say, fellas. And uh, first off, uh, how's everything going this weekend for you guys? I'm at work, so you know how that is. I, uh, I'm not. It's not great. Uh, we got American Idol on TV. We got. Uh, I didn't get to watch my NASCAR race today. I'm gonna have to hey, watch it later. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know who won, Kyle? Brett, listen. <laughs> I will sign off of this podcast so quick. <laughs> you know, but you won't sign off because you want to talk. You want to talk Elimination Chamber. I do. You're not. I mean, wouldn't you rather talk Elimination Chamber than uh, than talk about work? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Let's talk wrestling. Brandon, how's your weekend going? Oh, it's going good. Uh, it's been a lot of it. Like I mean, Kyle, like Kyle said, there's been a lot of things to watch. I mean, great day of college basketball yesterday, Elimination Chamber, uh, NASCAR today, all NBA All Star stuff. So, uh, been no no shortage for XL, no shortage for sports fans. Yeah. What about the? Did y'all see the comeback? San Antonio yeah. had a, had a I mean, twelve. Like you can go for three. And you yeah. can go for three from the ten yard line. Just and then and then you can choose to get the ball back. Yeah. On your own, 25, 4th and 5th. I love that rule. Me too. Like you're, you're never out of the game. Makes it interesting. I don't – here's what I don't like about the XFL. The – I get they're trying to have, you know, all this, uh, like, right on the sidelines after a big play, let's interview the player, and he's dog-tired. Like, <laughs> let the man breathe. You know what I mean? Like, I, I that's the only part I don't really care for, but I think the – the three-point conversion, it, it can add a lot to the game because now if you're down by nine, you still have a chance to tie it up. I do mm -hmm. like the fourth down play instead of the onside kick. There's there's a couple of rules in the XFL that I think if the NFL adopted, it would make the NFL a little more exciting too. You have a lot better chance to get a fourth and 15 than you do an onside kick. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it just, but yeah, like I don't like games where – you know, like, oh, well, even if you got three timeouts, if there's more than two or less than two minutes left, you don't have a chance. You're mm -hmm. not getting the ball back. So, well, and you could easily pick a penalty up and, and get the first down that way. There's lots of ways you can get it on that fourth and 15. And uh, they've made it where it's so hard to get an onside kick now with all these rule changes. What about the kickoff? What do you think about that? That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I don't mind it, uh, honestly. I think it, it cuts down on, you know, full speed collisions between grown men, which is always good, but uh, I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind it at all. Yeah. I think it's interesting because you can, you force even on the punts, you know, you can't, if you punt the ball out of bounds inside the 35, it goes to the 35. It makes them have to be the, that's part of the game. Instead of them just kicking the ball out of bounds or, you know, it makes the return game more in, in the game. I like that. I do like, like that. Yeah. Like I well, said, if they adopt a couple of rules and move it to the NFL, not everything, but just a couple yeah. of rules, I think it'd be cool. It's a place to try it out. Give it give it a shot yeah. and see how the fans and, and everyone likes it. Um, let's talk Elimination Chamber, fellas. Um, overall impressions of Elimination Chamber. I, I thought it was a great show. Um, I would probably say probably the best Triple H show that he's put on since he's taken over. I know Clash at the Castle was great, but um, I would say Elimination Chamber probably took the took the cake from from the opening. Both chamber matches were phenomenal. 
Um, the the mixed tag match was great, and of course the ending with Roman and and the Bloodline and Sammy and all that was absolutely fantastic. The only thing I didn't like was Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. That's that's <laughs> hey, it. Other than that, it was you, great. Did you hear they're going to rematch tomorrow night? I mean, I'm just kidding. Great. Well, that that that'll be something I can just fast forward through when I'm rewatching. <laughs> Brandon, would you rematch eventually? But... Yeah. What do what do you think, Brandon? Oh, that was great. That was great. I was. Uh, I mean, like Kyle said, uh, you know, obviously the the Brock Bobby left a lot to be desired, and and there were some things here and there, you know, could have went differently, and but uh, overall, just uh, started great. Uh, you know, the women kicked off great, and then uh, it just all the way through, and then the ending was fantastic. So the only thing, the only thing that I didn't like, I liked the show overall as a pay per view. Um, the thing I did not like was it was the words predictable. I probably could have filled out you know, the who was going to win, you know, from the beginning. And, and Kyle and I kind of talked about it the other day, just in talking, you know, it was going to be one of those that you already kind of – and I, I don't know that, that if that's because they already did determine the championship match. I kind of wish that it wasn't already decided. Like, like, I don't know, it made it harder. If this match would have happened before Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble and you didn't know who was going to win the Rumble – but now that that was determined, it was kind of like, you know, everybody knew what was going to happen. You hope that they went crazy and just, you know, let Sammy win, which would have been insane. What? I mean, but I just yeah. – that was my that was my only problem with all, with all pay-per-view because every match, like – You just thought – thought Sammy was going to win for a second, and then, then they have them a rematch on Friday, and then Roman get it right back. Yeah. But, yeah. But. Well, I – that would I, I would have I wouldn't have liked that because then you would have broken a nine hundred plus day reign for what five days I mean that would have that would have been bad yeah. I I'm with you though Brandon I really thought at, towards the end of that match I really thought Sammy that was probably the closest near fall I've seen in Roman Reigns whole you know uh, reign if you will uh, with the championships it was so close but once the official once the first official got knocked down i said here come the usos here oh, here yeah. comes the tomfoolery once the official yeah. got knocked down then you had the second one get knocked out like oh my goodness come yeah. on Boy. yeah it was it was I, like i said i thought it was i'm with brandon too there's a couple of things that i think could have been done differently and i'm with you too brett i think it was very predictable um the only one i didn't know for sure is the the men's chamber with the U.S. Championship? I didn't know. I didn't. I honestly didn't know if that theory would retain. Uh, I thought maybe they'd give it to Rollins, maybe, but then they set up Rollins and Logan Paul. So uh, that was the only one that was kind of unpredictable to me. Yeah, yeah. might change hands there. The, and then you know the other thing I did like how they you know used Cody throughout the week, the last couple, you know, talking to Sammy and kind of you know leave a little doubt there, but they were just I trying. Did. They were just trying yeah. to create a little semblance of doubt. Exactly, and but it, but with Cody, Cody can make things kind of believable. The the only thing that last night get, which it's gonna happen this week now, I thought we'd get a little more clarity towards WrestleMania, and I feel like last night only two things kind of clarified for Mania, and that was Oscar and Bianca, and then Logan Paul said. Other than that, we didn't really get much clarity towards Mania. Well, we've yeah. got we got Roman and Cody obviously now that that cleared up. Yeah, but it's. It still leaves – we kind of already knew that, though, but it still leaves a lot yeah. like what, what's going to happen with Sammy, what's going to happen with Kevin, what's going to happen with the – you know. Well, I really thought 
I really thought last night that Jay would turn on Sammy. I thought he was turning on Sammy in Montreal. So everybody, I mean, all the heat would then go from Roman to, to Jay, which sets up the tag team match. But Jay never turned. He never, he didn't hit Sammy with the chair. He got speared inadvertently. And then you didn't see him the rest of the show. So yeah, that's why I, I thought he would come back after, you know, after, you know, Sammy did the hoover kick to, uh, Roman, I, I, th- I thought we'd see Jay one more time. Yeah, they're and I didn't they're like, leaving that. I didn't like they're yeah. leaving that, so we have to come back and watch is, is what's going to happen with that. They're going to keep that. You still got like what five or six weeks till Mania, so yeah, you got to right. have something to keep you, you know, coming yeah. back. Let's talk about the first match then. Yeah. Um, the, it was the women's elimination chamber match. Um, I kind of figured Oscar was going to win just because of the participants in the match. Not like not, not that none of them deserved it. But I just thought that of the ones there for Mania match, Asuka is kind of the obvious one. Um, was there anybody there, Brandon, that you thought other than Asuka had a chance? Maybe Liv? Yeah, I, well, I didn't think no, I didn't think Liv would win. Uh, it was Asuka and like maybe Raquel. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna be Asuka. I mean, and just the way they ended Raw and SmackDown, she was the last one standing both times. I thought, you know, I thought it was going to be Asuka. And, I mean, and it, it, there's no way you can bring her back like you did and not give her that kind of push. Yeah, that's true. Well, and they, and they, did, they did enjoy the match. Yeah, they did. Um, they did make Raquel stay strong, though, as it took two two women to pin her. That was pretty so cool. I, I like that. Yeah, oh, I, I like the way that ended. Because that actually, way- like, I thought there might be a chance Carmella might win. I just thought about that. Like, but just – and I like what she did in the match, but I always thought it was going to be Oscar. She's a she's a great heel, and like she could she could carry the belt, but for a Mania match, I just I didn't think that was I didn't think it was going to be one that she would win. Um, she did her normal like running around, you know, hiding from people, taunting people, um, you know, sneaking in and getting a pin when someone else did the work. That's kind of typical Carmella. Um, which she she played her part in the match, which I thought was was great. Um, some of the spots were pretty incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought honestly it could have been one of the best women's elimination chamber matches as far as just the overall things that they did. Um, I thought that was cool that Natalia was there. She kind of turned face for this one being in Canada. There, um, kind of a cool touch to have her in the match. Um, and Kyla, did, was there anybody to you besides Oscar that had a chance to win when this when the bell rang? Um, I thought maybe they would give it to either Liv or Raquel. I thought yeah. one of them may have been. I I didn't want to see Liv win it just because she's she's kind of been in the title picture, and I, the only other one I thought they may give it to would be Raquel. Um, but I honestly don't think she's ready quite yet for the main event scene. So. After eliminating those two, it was like okay. And once it once it came down to, Oscar you didn't think it was going to be Carmella. No, once it was Oscar <laughs> and Carmella, I said, "Oh, Oscar's got this." <laughs> well, and we we mentioned too. Brandon thought Raquel, and I thought possibly Liv. I just, you know, as far as ones I could see winning, I I kind of agree with you. I think Raquel's still got time. They they made her look strong. Brandon and I discussed because they had took two women to pin her. So I think that was cool that they, you know, still she can take the loss and still look strong. 
Um, cause you know, you've, you're kind of building her up. You don't want to make her look weaker. Um, but yeah, once I, I like, I like live and I think that what she did with the title was cool, but it's mania time. And, and I think, you know, you're trying to sell tickets in Hollywood. You know, Oscar is the, is the, you know, definite choice after she came back and was repackaged. I think she's been pretty much on a roll. So, well, they, they protected live too, by having her be double submitted you know, by Natalia and Oscar. So they kind of protected Liv, too. And honestly, I think after, what was it, Extreme Rules, I think, that Liv, after she said she you were going to have to pry this title from her dead hands, and then she tapped out. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to allow her to tap anymore. I think she's just going to pass out and, and yeah. do it that way. I do have a question. So, you know, they had that where it could have been Becky or Bailey added in. Would y'all have liked one of them to be added in? It, to give it maybe like a, a contender someone else other than Oscar I hope that one of them I, could win or do you think if one of them's in it's a foregone conclusion that they're gonna win no I honestly I th- would have thought it would have added something to the match because I personally I I you know I said live but I didn't see anybody beating Oscar now you have Bailey or or Becky in there then you've got to consider them as being a, an, an option I, I like I like matches that have options that's that's one of the, the things I didn't like with the two matches. Like, I didn't see many people winning the men's match either. We'll get and talk about that later. But just who they had in it. Like, I like the people in it. Like, I like Johnny Gargano. But I just didn't see him having a chance to win. I like, um, oh. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, yes. I like him. But he's just, he's not there. He's just, he's just so, so raw. He's he's new to the, to, to the you know, Main roster, at least. But since it was for the uh, U.S. title, I thought they're, you know, for, since it was for the U.S. title, I was like, they they could do a lot of options because I really like Kyle said. I thought Theory was going to drop it last night, and I didn't think yeah. I didn't think it was going to be. I thought it was going to be. I thought Montez maybe. I got my street Puffer shirt on. Be but oh now he, now Montez though, Montez was impressive though. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, you gotta save that for the end. <laughs> At the table, wait, wait, we're not ready for that yet, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, so that now Montez of any participant, I was impressed. He had some some spots that were just ridiculous. Like that guy. We'll get to that later, but yeah, he's so athletic. Um, and I just I like the street profits the profits the street profits gimmick. I like that so much. I don't want them to split those two. I know it's probably coming at some point, but. Man, he he was impressive last night. You don't realize how big he is too until he steps in the ring and he's yeah. as big as something. Yeah, he he's not. I guess when you put him next to Angelo Dawkins, it makes him look smaller. But he just he's <laughs> such a big guy and he's got so much spring in his in his uh in his uh leaps. I mean he's he's doing some crazy stuff. Uh, the the Becky and Bailey thing though, I I'm I didn't want them in it honestly. Uh, Bailey's been. The whole damage control gimmick with Bailey is kind of not – it's not doing it for me. Um, and I – so I don't think she's kind of earned any title shot. Uh, so if she would have been put in there, I wouldn't have expected her to win it either. And Becky, I think they're setting Becky up for – in my opinion, I think Becky and Bailey is going to be a mania match. And I think that maybe maybe a, a triple – not a triple threat, but a, a three-on-three woman tag match with uh, kind of Lita – I think Becky Trish. and Lita and Trish will tag against damage control. That's why I think they're setting up for Mania. So 
to me, I was okay with not seeing Becky or Bailey in the chamber. I like that match. That would be that would be really cool. Um, of course, you've already seen Trish on air. I mean, uh, Lita on air. But uh, Trish hasn't been around in a while. But that would be a really cool, cool thing. I think um, that would put that match up there pretty high. You know, adding those two names. So, because I think I don't think you want to see Bailey Becky one on one. That's not if there's no belt on the line. Is it really? Does it really mean anything? You know, you, you're going to expect the damage control to come in and, and you know interfere. And, but if you, at least you have, or even if they're one on one, and maybe that Trish and Lee are in her corner or something, you know, maybe yeah. that if if they don't have the match itself, um, that way at least it gives kind of some intriguing storylines there. Yeah, I th- I just think that's where they're headed is the the three woman tag at Mania. So. I think leaving them out of it. Now, I think I think it's Oscar's time, and and I think I know we'll have a show before Mania and after Mania, one of the two, probably both. But I think that um, Bianca's losing the title at Mania to Oscar. I think Bianca's run as champion is kind of gone gone a little stale, and she's gone through everybody. I mean, there's there's nobody left. So I think Oscar may be taking the championship at Mania from Bianca. It would be nice to see Bianca chasing for a while instead of defending. Yeah, she has had it for quite a while. Yeah. Um, you were there last year, also. Uh, I mean, did did you agree that that first night Bianca and Becky had the best match of that first night last year? So yeah, I think Bianca and Oscar could put on a similar, pretty good show. So yeah, one hundred percent. And if if you look at Bianca's past WrestleMania matches, I mean, she with Sasha Banks, um, Mercedes Varnado, uh, yeah. and <laughs> she won the title the other night. Yeah, Did y'all yeah. see that on the yeah. NJ or yeah, yeah New Japan Pro yeah. Show. She won the IGWP uh, Women's Championship, but she so Bianca's first match with Sasha, which was huge. Then she had a match last year with Becky, and then this year with Oscar. Bianca, I mean, she is she is great at what she does. I just think her title run is a little stale. So I, I would is it, I think is it time for her to turn heel? I don't think you can turn her heel just because of she's I don't a, know. It's, it's an easy gimmick though because she says but, she's the EST of everything. She could be real cocky and just you know. But she's also yeah, feel, a PR gold like, mine. Yeah. I, I feel like if you do, you got to do it with us together. Yeah. Yeah. If they ever, like have him turn on Angelo and then have them do it together, kind of be like the the baddest couple. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it is after so long, like, you know, when you you had the Roman deal. It took them how many years to figure out, like, he was getting booed. He was getting booed all over the place. He gets more cheers now. Well, not last night. Last night. <laughs> but uh, in a lot of places, he gets more cheers now than he did before he turned heel. It was like everybody was getting tired of Roman Reigns. Like, oh, poor Roman. What's, I mean, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't working. And they finally listened, and it's been the best storyline in wrestling for the last several years. Yeah, I I don't it, she Bianca is a PR goldmine though. I I don't know if you want the face of the company being a heel. I think she can portray herself. She can be herself out in public and in these interviews and everything, um, and be more positive for the WWE than her being a heel. I think at some point she will need to turn heel, but I, I just right now I don't think it's uh, the best. Well, that was like Bailey for the longest time was the face, and it was like you know 
the hugger, but she was she was that same way. And honestly, she's done some of her best work since she's turned heel. She has. I agree. I so, agree. I mean, all right. So that's a that was a pretty good match. I again, I, I think they did a good job with it overall, and and I, I give it, you know, probably a B plus or an A there. You know, that was to me, it was a pretty good overall match. Um, even though we kind of all thought Oscar was going to win, uh, the match itself was was pretty solid. Now, I think I think the, I'd give it a a B, and the only reason I'm going to give it a B is because it was at the end after let's see after somebody I want to say after Liv got eliminated, it was kind of rapid fire eliminations. After that, they didn't let it kind of breathe because I want to say that after Liv got eliminated, once Natalia got eliminated, Liv was still in the chamber. Like, Liv hadn't been able to leave the chamber yet. So I would have liked to see him let it breathe a little more. But, I mean, overall, just nitpicky things. But overall, I thought it was a great match. Well, when you when you all have to nitpick to find things wrong, it's usually that it means it's a pretty good match. Right. So, all right. Now, this is going to be – we're going to call this the Battle of the BLs. Kyle's favorite match. He loved it. He wants to. He wants it to go on and on and on, feud forever. We got Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly, when I saw this match, I was like, okay, this could be something. This could be, you know, they've only done it a few times, and it's been recent. But you know, the finish for me blatantly sucked. Why? Why would you just kick him in the nuts? I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Uh, I forgot who was it that you was it was it Seth that did that for a while that was kicking everybody in the balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, come on now. This ah, just, I mean, and I know they're trying to like, oh, this is another excuse to bring the match back again. I'm sure. No, but, but nobody. But I think we're all tired of it. I, I I know me and Kyle are. Brandon, how do you feel about the uh, same same here, same here. I mean, I mean, I. Do, I, I you know, Friday night, what Friday night you had Bray Wyatt with Uncle Howdy and say Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, I'm coming. He so I'm like after Brock destroying everybody, I'm expecting to see Bray Wyatt. I, I don't, I don't want that either. I mean, I, here's my thing: Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, and I, I tweeted this out last night. They are two of the most physically gifted athletes on this planet. They are amazing. So how come? Every time these two are in the ring together, it's such a crappy match. They don't wrestle. All they do is hit finishers on each other. They hit a spear, F5, spear, F5, spear, F5, hurt lock, oh, and then a kick to the nuts. Like I, they are – I guess what frustrates me is that they're – I know they're better than that. So I don't know why they're getting booked to just – I mean, be like two big bulls yeah. just hitting each other. I don't, I don't like how it was booked. I don't like – how it made Lesnar look that Lesnar is supposed to be the alpha male and yet he's in a hurt lock and has to go for a low blow to get out of it. Like I, it just, the whole, the whole thing just didn't, didn't sit well with me. And we've already, the, we've talked about this match more than how long it lasted last night. <laughs> yeah. It's already probably been over by now. Yeah. Um, and I then just... the post-match stuff with Brock, like how do what are we doing here? Like he did that the so, last time. So can he just can he just attack refs and doesn't get suspended or is there no punishment? Because I feel like we're not gonna send for a little bit, at least and, for a couple, you know. Good. They'll good. be back for mania, but 
And it'll, I'm sure they because of this finish, a DQ finish, I'm sure it's Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar part four at Mania. And I well, that will be my bathroom break. I'd so, always heard Brock and Gunther at Mania. That's, so we'll that's see. what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't know how they make that happen. I mean, so. Gunther's such a, a great wrestler that I wouldn't want to see him in the ring with Brock. Brock, see, I think I think it could elevate Brock. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think personally, I, Gunther I, and Bobby though would intrigue me more. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I hope Brock Lesnar never sees this because if he does, he can <laughs> break me in half like a twig. But honestly, I'm good with Brock Lesnar never stepping foot in a WWE ring ever again. Like I'm I'm over the whole Brock experience. He, he's there for a paycheck. He doesn't wrestle more than five. He's on that Bill Goldberg status where he's just in there for five minutes, gets a paycheck, and goes out. Now, well, we'll uh, see Goldberg tomorrow night, right? <laughs> oh, probably getting ready for oh, it. Maybe Goldberg wait, and Lesnar at Mania. News. Goldberg, oh, oh <laughs> Maybe hey, Goldberg, Goldberg and Bobby. I'd honestly, at this point, I'd rather see Goldberg because at least I hadn't seen him in my on my screen in a little bit. And, and Brock. Since last year at Mania. Yeah, since last year. <laughs> oh man! I don't, maybe, he's gonna, maybe he manages his son, Goldberg. I I just I I'm I would be okay with Bobby and Gunther, but I think Gunther's match at Mania is with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in a triple threat. Um, I think that's where that's headed. Um, is, there, is there anything but an F to describe this match? A G, a G. <laughs> for garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't like it. It was Not one of those. That, it was definitely a bathroom break. Go get your dinner match. Uh, you didn't have enough time. <laughs> well, that's true. It's a very it's good true. point. Well, you know, with the entrances yeah. and then the replays, yeah, you had about you had about five minutes. Yeah. Well, let's move on because I'm I'm honestly uh, tired of talking about this match because it was that bad. <laughs> we gave it. We'll uh, get to a really good one, so. Yeah, we got the. Uh, the mixed tag between Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Bauer and Rhea Ripley. Um, thoughts on this one, fellas? Incredible. Uh, uh, yeah, incredible. I, I enjoyed the, the heck out of this. The crowd, as they should be, was super hot for Edge and Beth. Um, what kind of – not really surprised me, but what I thought was funny. And, um, Brandon, I know you watch AEW too, so you'll, you'll understand where I'm going with this. Old Dominic over there doesn't have anything to do with the match. And he's getting FU Dominic chance from Montreal. It's the, <laughs> it's the same heat that Sammy Guevara got for the longest time in AEW. Sammy, if he just walked out of that tunnel, it was FU Sammy Chet yep. chance from everybody. <laughs> and I just think that is so funny. And and it's a really a credit to Dom that he's I think when he was tied with his dad Ray, I think he wasn't being able to kind of fully get out from under his dad's shadow, which I mean Ray is a a hall of famer like he's fantastic but i think dom now that he's with judgment day is kind of he's embracing that heel persona that he's got and i i just thought it was so funny dominic had nothing at this point dominic had nothing to do with the match and he's getting a few dominic chants from montreal i thought it was great i think dom and Rhea carry judgment day you, like yeah. it should be finn and damien but but what makes judgment day intriguing is what Rhea and dominic did yeah, yeah. i i really do i think you're right, Brandon. You're hitting the nail on the head. This is the Judgment Day thing is done more for Dominic Mysterio's career than any of the other three, honestly. Even Rhea Ripley, to be honest. When he was with his dad, I was like, get him off my TV. He can't wrestle. Like, I don't want to see him. No personality. No. So now that he's, especially since he went to this whole, went to the, to the slammer gimmick. Oh, that was perfect. 
he thinks he's like the he can run the the cell block. He's like you know the big bad guy, you know. Um, and so I think they're really trying to play. He's even got the hair going out like Eddie Guerrero. They're trying to play the whole semblance to Eddie, uh, Eddie and Ray's deal. So now he's he's the Eddie Guerrero of the of the two. And I really think now he, he's given his his wrestling time to hopefully improve because he hasn't had to wrestle a whole lot. They mix him in with tag matches and such where they can kind of hide that. But his his character is a million times better now when this with this gimmick. Um, I still never understood the whole Edge started Judgment Day, then Finn comes in and just all of a sudden steals it, and, and Edge is now flip-flop back and forth. I didn't like that whole dynamic the way it started. Um, but I think it's helped all of them, but it's really elevated um, Dominic and also Rhea as well, but but all of them as well. It's been better than I thought it was going to be when it first happened. I, I thought at first I was like, why do we just do that? It just started this group. Well, there's now there's some backstage news on why Edge got out of it because allegedly Vince and Bruce wanted it to have supernatural powers. And Edge was like, no, nah, I'm good on that. Checked out. And so that's why the angle of him being beaten out of the Judgment Day happened. But I, truthfully, and I know it's we kind of hit on this at, at Royal Rumble, too, and it's kind of like beating a dead horse. The, the idea of Judgment Day under Vince McMahon and the idea of Judgment Day under Triple H are night and day. Like yeah. the, the presentation, the, the matches, the promos are all different now. And I think that's what's elevated everybody. Rhea looks amazing. I think Rhea should. Perfect right in. I think Rhea will win the title at Mania too. I think she takes it from Charlotte. Dom is, has elevated his. And I think Finn and Damian are good additions to the group. I'm with you though. I think, I think this group is led personally by Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is the, the head of the table, if you will, for the judgment day. <laughs> I like how you did that. Like I did that. Yeah. yeah. She's, she is mommy. And uh, I think, but I think the group is a lot better now. And I will say this though. I'm kind of, I'm kind of over edge and Finn Balor and judgment day. I kind of wish, I kind of hope this is a blow off and that this is done. Um, because it's been going on since Extreme Rules, so they you know, need, seven, they, need another, they need another group to feud with. Yeah, well, Hurt Business may be getting back together with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Hurt. Have you seen uh, the promos in the back? That like, MVP has yeah. been talking to Cedric with, Alexander with and Boy Omos. Get on, <laughs> get Omos out of here too. Omos and Brock Lesnar off my television for the rest of it forever. <laughs> Omos turns and forms an alliance with Brock Lesnar, and they feud with with uh, Hurt Business. I I will boycott every single episode that they're on. <laughs> oh man, we better, we better get Dom and Ray. Like I, I, I don't, Ray's got to yeah, snap eventually. As long as he he gets healed up, I, I mean, you know, he got injured right there before the Rumble, so we hadn't but seen. He, him but since no, yeah, yeah, no, he uh, he faced Karen Cross on Friday. Oh, did he? Okay. Well, he was in like a. It was like a, a fatal four-way for like to be or, or it was not this friday it was the last friday to face uh, to face gunther and he's he's going one-on-one with carrying cross this friday yeah. okay so it shows how much i skip through matches on friday to try to <laughs> friday's okay. not uh, uh, did you, uh, you I... missed mad cat moss uh, he's gonna he's probably gonna main event mania <laughs> mad cat moss no no he, he yeah, I, back. I, I always liked him when he was with uh who was it corbin Sabatelli on nxt oh. When they had their little uh, little 
group and they were all about the money. His little their little song they had. It was a good. I like them. They feuded with uh who was it they feuded with? Oh, it was Street Profits back and forth. Oh, yeah. Back and forth on NXT. I, I really like that feud. Um they faced Guther there not and you knew how, how that was gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looked all right though. Moss he looked did. all right in the match. I I oh. He needs a name change. I can't take yeah, anybody exactly. seriously named Madcap Moss. Yeah, I thought they just did that for the whole like thing with Corbin, the happy uh, Corbin Madcap Moss. So I thought Corbin, he was going back to that, that poor guy. Another that, person, Corbin Lesnar and Omos. That's your triple soul. threat for Mania, yeah. right there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be a great. Just call it the bathroom break match. They just, yeah, that's your Andre, the giant battle roll. I mean, <laughs> still do that. that that, those, those three are, are terrible. Now I want to know, did y'all catch this in the, uh, did y'all catch the botch in this match on the near pinfall? Oh yes. We're, we're, yeah, that was, that was um, a miss. The, the ref didn't miss it, but it was not broken up in time. No. Well, the ref also stopped his hand. And then, and then Beth dove in. I was like, yeah. ah, that that didn't look good. There were a couple of – And the camera spot. was, like, right on it, too. So, you yeah. know, it was very obvious. I mean, but <laughs> Beth looked fantastic for, you know, not wrestling all the time. She she looked great, did great, hit a glam slam on Rhea on the outside, and then they uh, they took FTR's move. Yeah, yeah. Was, I love the Shatter Machine finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the big rig, whichever you want to call it. But Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was a great match. Um I think Dom was on the outside, you know, playing playing up his heel role. He gave the brass knuckles to Rhea. Um, I think he did everything he needed to do. I, I think I think everybody in this match looked good. I think the right people won. I think Edge and and Beth needed to win. Um, you had like, to have, you had to make Canada. You couldn't just completely take yeah. them off. I mean, no, 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 no. you you were already going to do enough of that tonight. You had to give them something. You had to give them something. And Natalia sure wasn't winning the women's chamber, so you had to give them something. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a really good match. I thought everybody looked good. I, like I said, though, I hope it. I hope this is the blow off to end this feud with uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix and the Judgment Day. But I I would give this one probably a probably an A minus. I give it an A minus. I like that. It's probably where I was going to sit somewhere the uh, A minus B plus range. Brandon, yeah, but uh, about that one? yeah, somewhere in the yeah, uh, I'll say a minus. All right, next up, the men's elimination chamber. Man, this one to me um, just blew me away at some of the spots, the the match itself, the guys that were in it. I thought well deserved to be in it, and it was for the first. This is the first time that the United States title has been on the line, right? In this match. I believe I so. Believe, I believe. Since, yeah, because usually they always had two world titles to like sort out. And... Yeah, because you know someone's hogging all the titles right now. Yeah. You know, I don't know why. That, okay. I really keep thinking they're going to have him defend those against two different people and split those, but hadn't seen it yet. Um, but you know, Theory, Ford, Reed, Gargano, Priest, Rollins. You know, Rollins is going to put on a good performance. I kind of thought he might take it, but you know, I think you know Kyle had talked about. Him facing, um, Logan, oh, what? Paul? Logan Paul, yeah, that, that you Paul, all right yeah. tonight, Brett? You, yeah, little, you know, uh, you all right? I've got lots of things going on upstairs here. We got a, we've got a wrestling match going on between my my nephews and my kiddos upstairs. They need you know. an official, huh? They do they need an official? I'll get knocked down and and uh, some distractions come in. 
I don't know, maybe an official or a straight jacket or something. I don't know what, what's going to be needed. But, yeah, so Logan Paul, he actually played in the match. I thought that was cool. I, I know Kyle thought it. Brandon, did you thought when Montez got knocked out, like, that he was seriously injured there? Because they oh, sold yeah, like, pretty hard. Yeah, and then because I was like, man, the, and the, like, and someone else got eliminated. It's like, man, the cage has been open a while, and then I, then here comes Logan Paul. And then it's yeah. like, you know, perfect timing. And uh, he comes in and, again, a way to keep Seth strong. Now you know who he's going to face. Um, and the fact that, that the fact that he – because he stomped Seth. Didn't he stomp Seth? Or he, he did something to Seth. Yeah, I think he stomped yeah, him, didn't he? Stomped him, yeah. 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 Did a curb stomp on him. Yeah. Now, here's what I've heard with Theory. I've heard John Cena mentioned Ooh. for Theory at WrestleMania. I would like that. So yeah. I don't know if that's – going to happen or well hopefully, hopefully john cena cuts his hair and doesn't leave like last time i felt sorry for him because it's like <laughs> got this big huge ball just go ahead and shave it john it looks better that way um but that's who i've heard uh mentioned for him um i well, love to see john cena again so I'd, i'd love that and it makes sense with what theory's gimmick is right now talking about his time is now um he's the the champ you know, like there's they're, they're planting little Easter eggs all over the place, just kind of leading you to where it's going at Mania. Um, I think that would be a great match. There's a couple of spots in this in this uh, chamber match though that I thought the were one, the Montez one, the Spider Man off the. That one was cool. Did y'all notice early in the match, Tez went for the people's elbow. He didn't have a uh, oh, yeah, yeah. he didn't have an arm pad to pull off, so he undid his tape through that. And then, and then Bronson, like, yeah. yeah, Bronson Reed stopped that. Yeah. And then um, Gargano, Gargano was on top of Bronson Reed, and Seth dove off the rope, and it and Gargano did a poison rana on Bronson Reed, which was nearly nearly catastrophic. Gargano <laughs> nearly broke his neck, um, but he did that. Then then the the Montez Ford spot where he was Spider Man, um, and I think they did a really good job of protecting Bronson Reed too because. He hasn't been pinned since he entered WWE and they had ever they hit triple super kicks on him. Gargano oh, yeah. hit a DDT, a stomp by Rollins and a frog splash from Montez just to eliminate Bronson Reed. So <laughs> they did a great job of protecting him. Um, Gargano well, they, hit a hurricane. They did that all night. Too. Yeah, Kyle, they, did, they did a good job of that all night long of protecting yeah. people that were in the chamber um, by making it almost like. Okay, so this person's probably dead. That's why they didn't kick out the pin because, I mean, they put so many moves on them. I think that was a really great job there because, you know, sometimes you put somebody in this match and then others get pinned. Well, then they just – it it makes them look weak. Well, they did a good job of not doing that uh, last night. Yeah, I, I think they, they protected Bronson Reed. Um, Tez had me worried. I really thought he was injured because um, especially – it's a telltale sign that, you know, the officials will grab the, the competitor's hands and if they squeeze it, they're fine. Well, you could tell he wasn't squeezing anything. And I was like, no, not Tez. He's having such a great night. And then they showed the replay and I'm like, well, how did he get hurt? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And then the slower they were trying to get him out of the ring, I said, okay. And then I saw Logan pause and okay, Tez is fine. All right, good. <laughs> So, what do y'all think about the Logan Paul Seth Rollins setup? Oh, I'm all, uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. Like, I, I think. Nah, like, I, well, I just like 
It's crazy for him, I though. Mean, I, he doesn't even – he's not even like – he just comes in and he's just a natural in the ring. It, it's, yeah. it's almost unheard of. Yeah, I like – I mean, I I think Logan Paul, he's, he's fantastic as a – you know, he's athletic. He He's believable. I mean, he, he, he looks like he belongs. He sells tickets. Yeah. That's sells tickets. I think – I'm – I mean – Logan Paul's spot with Ricochet at the Rumble was oh. probably the highlight of the night. Yeah, um, I'm I'm excited to see anything Logan Paul does in the ring. I don't. Here's my thing: I could separate in-ring competitor from person. I think Logan Paul as a person is not great, um, but in-ring competitor, he is he's up there with some of the best competitor. Easily, I would say probably easily the best celebrity wrestler to ever come in the WWE. Do you um, think they ever put a title on him? No, no, you don't think no so. I mean, I mean, that they you know they, they gave him a title, and there, but there was a, enough steam going to that, like you knew he wasn't going to beat Roman, but there was enough talk there that maybe one day, but you never know. I don't I mean, think so. I mean, even if you do it for a month, I mean, that could, I mean, that's just you know, because that's a guy that's on, you know, and he's becoming he's on TV a lot more now, he's got commercials now, he's got his, his energy drink, he's. So it, I don't know. I could see it maybe one day, not, not could, anytime soon. It could it could definitely carry some extra um, viewer and viewer count on a Raw or SmackDown. I mean, I I think uh, not anytime soon. Like Brandon said, I don't think anytime soon is it. There's too many other wrestlers on that roster that have are actually wrestling full time that I think deserve an opportunity as opposed to bringing in. That's been the problem like, with like Roman with Reigns, Vince, but no Vince, uh, or excuse me, Roman needs to lose some titles, not get any more. <laughs> but um, he's he's not on; he's a part timer. Honestly, uh, he's more of a full timer than Logan Paul, though. It's true, but I mean, it's he's he has both titles, and he's on less than a lot of the other wrestlers. Yeah, I I I think maybe down the road, if it's like Brandon said, if it's for like maybe a month or so in between pay-per-views to give Logan Paul maybe the, the United States championship. Or something, yeah. I wouldn't give him any, I wouldn't give him a world title. No, I, maybe the U S championship or, or intercontinental, but not, I wouldn't give him a world title. I don't think that's, I don't think that's fair to the other people in the locker room. Okay. And speaking of the U S championship. So theory one, he retained it. Does he, is, does he go into mania as the U S champion? Cause did y'all see who he's facing tomorrow night? He's facing Edge. Edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does he lose tomorrow night? Well, here let me let me let me throw this out there for you. What if what if Edge wins the US championship tomorrow and we get Edge and John Cena at Mania for the US championship? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or or just do Cena theory in a non-title match and then Edge and somebody else. Yeah. Or put them in a triple threat. I've, anytime you put Edge and Cena in the ring together, I'm here for it. Take my yeah, money. I, if it's Theory, I want Theory and Cena just together. Like whenever they do it, I don't want no one else involved. Yeah, because I, I think the promos and everything it could be. I mean, I, I really think it be, could be gold. I don't yeah. think Edge wins the title tomorrow, though. I think I think Theory is going in to uh, Mania with the title. But like you said, does someone come. Does, does someone come tomorrow night and cost Edge? Not someone non Judgment Day. Oh, well, that's uh, that's my fear good. is that good. Judgment Day is going to ruin it for him, and then we're going to say someone else, someone yeah. other than Judgment Day. I don't, I don't know so. who though. I don't I know think who. it's going to be Judgment Day or nobody. I think. 
I hope it's nobody. Yeah, maybe they pivot with Bray or since he didn't do anything with Bobby or Bray. You know, I don't know what they're doing with him. So. There you go. There you go. Okay. Let's do let's do Theory and Cena at Mania for the US championship. Let's do and Edge, Edge and Bray Wyatt. I'm down for that. Get the brooding edge, the brood edge with Bray Wyatt and his creepiness. Yeah. Where Bray Wyatt just takes over the Judgment Day and brainwashes all of them in there, all his little disciples. We're getting away <laughs> from the Judgment Day, Brett. <laughs> but that would be a different. I'm just trying to go crazy out there, you know. I, I still want Bray to have a little group that he controls. He does. He has the Wyatt Six. Yeah, we just don't. We haven't seen them yet. We've just I want to see, see Uncle Howdy with we saw Uncle Howdy with him on Friday night. That's true. Yeah. There's yeah, something there. And Alexa the Firefall Funhouse is coming it, back. And Nikki's doing, Nikki and Alexa are doing some weird stuff, so there's always something there. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Nikki should be uh, the sister Abigail, Abigail the Witch. That should be Nikki. She's been doing some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're down to the main event here. Hold on. We didn't get to give our grade on the chamber. Oh, that's right. Oh, the chamber match. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. 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 Go solid ahead. A. Solid A. Yes, solid A. Hey, I like that. Yeah, I think I think the only thing that doesn't get an A plus is if there'd have been a few more people in the match that I could have sold as winners. Kind of like we talked about. Uh, I I thought it was either going to be Rollins or Theory, but then you kind of changed my mind, Kyle. Whenever you mentioned that. You know, there was already something in the works um, for Rollins at Mania. So I kind of thought, well, Theory's just going to keep it. Just because he's he's a very good heel character. I think they've kind of not given him a whole lot to work with as of the yet. But the, the Cena thing could be could be gold. Like Brandon said, I think that one could be could be really good. I, I, didn't, I, I thought that I've been thinking that that Cena match was coming at Mania. But I don't think it necessarily needs the title. So that's what was intriguing last night is that, truthfully, outside of Montez Ford, because I don't think they were going to give the title to Ford while he's with the Street Profits. So outside of him, I could have seen Gargano pulling one out. I could have seen them giving it to Bronson Reed as dominant as he's been. Maybe Um, Reed. Gargano, though, he hasn't done much on the Wayne roster. He's been kind of hanging out. Um, we're doing doing stuff with the Miz. Well, that's and- the problem. There's another one, the Miz. That's the problem. You put him in with the Miz, who's a charisma vacuum, and <laughs> it it's not. It, I mean, there's nothing. He, he's not going to better himself for that. So I think I think that was a bad a bad decision by Triple H to bring Gargano in to feud with the Miz. Nobody wants to fuse with when's, feud with. Miz. When's Tommaso Ciampa coming back? Because that. Great question. I, I could see Ciampa Gargano 18 million times and never be tired. That feud in NXT was one of the reasons why I love tuning in. Yeah. Like, they could switch them back heel, baby face. Didn't matter who was heel, who was baby face. Sign me up. I'm, I'm here for that one. Speaking of coming back, I mean, is Randy Orton, is he coming back soon before Mania? Is he? That's another I, that he, he, he could add some stuff to, you know. I thought I know we had back and Riddle, surgery. Riddle, Riddle's still in rehab. Is he? Can I, he, come back? I, that, he can, I think he can come back March fifteenth. I think or something like. Okay. I think I, I thought I, Randy, I know Randy had back rehab, surgery, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't know if Randy was cleared to still wrestle. I didn't know if he would even ever come back. Yeah. Uh, I love Randy. Yeah, Orton, yeah, we'll was, see. 
It was a pretty nasty injury. So yeah, I'll definitely. Um, all right. So we gave our thoughts there. So now head of the table, <laughs> we have Roman Reigns defeats Sami Zayn in the main events. Guys, what what a match. I mean, it was that was incredible. I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and up front. That's A plus. A plus plus. I don't think they could have done anything that would have made it any better except for Sammy winning it. Um, that would have been probably one of the biggest stories in what the last 10, 20 years in, in WWE, if that would have happened. I mean, just because you compare it, they compare it to the Daniel Bryan. Like he just naturally gained traction, like just out of the blue. Um, and it's just kind of built up over the last several months because everyone's like, Sammy, Sammy. They kept chanting his name, even when he was still with the bloodline. Then he turns on Roman, and it's just skyrockets him. I um, He was a I, joke a year ago, guys. No, yeah. yeah so they, brought it up, they brought it up last week. Less than a year ago, he lost to Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, which, I mean, which, which was my bathroom break match at Mania. <laughs> that was my bathroom break match. Um, I – I love what Sammy's doing right now. I know I got a head of the table shirt on. I was, I, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I was so cheering for Sammy last night. Just everything he's been through. He, he just wanted to prove himself to the bloodline and the bloodline never even cared about him. They were just using him. And it just, I, I think the storytelling of this, of this whole storyline has been phenomenal from everybody from, from Jay Uso not accepting Sammy at the start to finally coming around and, then walking out of the bloodline on Rumble, and then last night getting in between mine? Roman and Sammy to to basically protect Sammy from taking more of a beating. I I love what's going on here. Um, I'll give it an A. I'm just gonna give it an A. I can't give it an A plus only because only because because I they left it so open ended with Jay Uso. Like I wanted something they, definitive last night. Breadcrumb. You 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 got to let the breadcrumbs. They got to have something for you to come back to. Kyle. I know you. It frustrates you. That's the same thing as a rumble. You said they left it open. I'm like, that's why you got to come back to watch next week. I see that. To me, I love that because it, that makes me want to come watch it. It's not now. Oh well, I can skip this week's raw and I can just catch up. Like you got to come back and watch it. And that's why I love when they do that. Not that I love to not know, but it, it's, you know, it's like the cliffhanger on your favorite TV show. Well, I don't it like leaves, those either, Brett. It leaves you something to come back to. <laughs> you got to have something to come back to. And that's why I love those finishes just for that fact. I just, I mean, with the way the show ended with KO coming out and, you know, basically helping Sammy, then you have, Two, you have three of the four competitors that are there. You basically got the whole storyline. It's going to be KO and Sammy versus the Usos at, at Mania. So just give me the Jey Uso turn in Montreal. Let's let's get as much heat as we can on Jey Uso to take it off of Roman. So now we can focus on Roman and Cody because now it's open ended. You got listen, five or six weeks, Kyle. But listen, but now it's open ended because now people are going to say, "Well, Sammy deserves another shot because he got screwed." Montreal Screw Job Part Two. On with Sami Zayn because he got cheated. So now there's going to be clamorings for people wanting Sami in a triple threat with Cody and Roman at Mania, and I don't want that. I want it to be focused on Cody and Roman at Mania. You got six weeks to build that. You got six oh, weeks to build the tag. Oh, here, let me, let me ask you this, Kyle. Let's let's mm -hmm. throw this scenario at you. 
What about Cody says, okay, I'll challenge for one title. Sammy, you can challenge for the other. We have Roman Reigns in two matches, one each night, and he loses both one at a time. Which, okay, if you do that, who does he fight on Saturday? Who's the first one to beat him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough – because you kind of lose lose situation there. Yeah, because then if you have him lose on Saturday, then whoever beats him on Sunday, it's not as big of a deal because he's already lost. This yeah. dude hadn't been pinned in so, three years. Then maybe it's – maybe you have Cody beat him the first night and then because Sammy beating him is going to be a big deal no matter what because it's Sammy getting his revenge on Roman, and he completely would end the streak because the streak would still continue – so then after what do you the, do? What do you do with KO and the Usos at Mania? Then, uh, you know, I don't know. See what I'm saying? Think, maybe, maybe, maybe Jay still stays on Sammy's side for right now, and you don't, and you don't have to use that story yet. Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just think that, uh, like I said, it, it's we're we're nitpicking here because it was it's it was such a great night. I think the way the crowd, and I love the fact that Roman and Sammy at the start of the match just stood there to let everything kind of just sink in. I think that built for a better atmosphere. I love that Sammy's wife was right ringside and Roman was talking trash to her. Like, I loved everything about this match. I thought it was great. But these Roman Reigns matches are kind of getting predictable. Obviously predictable because he's going to win, but also predictable with it almost seems like every match an official gets knocked down (laughs) to allow the Usos to come in. And I'm – that's getting kind of ridiculous. Like, can he not win on his own? I mean, that's I, I We're that's gonna make it that much more whenever he's beaten, right? And that's why I'm that's why I think also you do the tag team match with the Usos. So the Usos, when they because I think I think the whole bloodline's falling at Mania. I think the Usos are losing the tag titles, and I think Roman's losing both titles. I think the bloodline is a what do you exploding. what do you do with Solo Sokoa if uh. If if you want to do Sheamus and Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship one on one, then you do Drew McIntyre and Solo at Mania because Solo screwed Drew out of the title at, at Clash of the Castle, and he never got his payback on that. Because he hasn't been pinned since he's been on the main roster, has he? He has looked very dominant. So why not? Let's okay, let's do Solo and Bronson Reed. Hmm, I'd be down let's, for that. Hmm. That, that would be tough, though. You do those two for no title on the line. Then who loses? Kind of, yeah, and then who yeah. gets pinned? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think I, I, I do think that Solo and Drew McIntyre should be uh, thought about at least because Drew never got his revenge on Solo for what happened at Clash at the Castle. But who knows, honestly, what Triple H is going to do. I have no earthly idea where this story's going, and that's what kind of makes it exciting. Yeah, it's, it's kind of open-ended. Did you see uh, – Paul Heyman take a take a stunner. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Brandon, let me ask you this: whose whose taking of the stunner was worse, Paul Heyman's last night or Vince McMahon at Mania last year? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask Paul still. <laughs> but I knew you were going to ask that. That's funny. Vince is probably taking more stunners than pretty close to anybody, honestly. And Heyman never takes bumps anymore. So for him to get involved into I think the last bump he took was that F5 from Brock. Um, was that SummerSlam, I think? Yeah, and I think so. uh, and then he took one last night. But, yeah, it did, it did not look. And you could tell KO babied him into it. He was like, all right, there you go. <laughs> so uh, 
But yeah, that's that's uh that's about all. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh... The next time we'll be on air, I believe, as long as everyone's uh good. We got the uh we got AEW Revolution coming oh, up yeah. Sunday, March fifth. Oh yeah. So that'll be the next episode of Off the Ropes. Um, Can we do that on uh, Monday. On a Monday. Because here's the thing. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because Tony Khan likes to have these AEW pay per views go four and a half, five hours. So number one, I have to be up here, and number two, it's probably not going to end till eleven thirty or so, because Tony Khan likes to run these pay per views so long. It's on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It's a Sunday night, yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, well, we can discuss it. Okay. We can discuss. That. I totally forgot about be Revolution. Our, that'll be our next show, um, and I need to catch up on AEW. I haven't, I haven't been as uh, yeah, catch up on a few weeks behind too. Watching it a little bit now. Here's are both a few weeks behind. Come on, guys! Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. Y'all got other jobs. jobs or something? But, yeah, uh, and the, it's college basketball season too. So I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like we're doing a, doing something all the time. You know, I had like you know a couple of games this week. You know, yeah. and then I who's, had... a, who's hosting the Revolution Watch Party? See, I'm Kyle, watching it up here. Y'all can't can ever TV. Kyle can't ever go. Yeah. We could have we could oh, have oh, one. Oh. I thought we'd do a watch along sometime, but you know this guy works on the weekends. What a party pooper! And I, I work right across the street from KLTV, so I can just walk over there. There you go, man. Come on over. Our office is right, right, right across the right across Broadway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I'm excited about Revolution, though. I think, uh, I think, since y'all haven't watched in a couple of weeks, let me give you a little update. AEW is hitting a hot streak right now. They're starting to, they're, the shows are starting to come together a little more. Is, uh, is, Jay, is Jay White showing up? Well, I, yes, I saw he had his last he, New Japan he, last Yeah, I think he's done. So he's, he's yeah, free he is, yeah. So uh, whoever gets him, I love, I love his work. So whoever gets him is getting a, and a top, you know, top star. I'm excited. Okay, you, would you want to even want to see him in WWE though? They'd probably ruin him. So no, I think he well, stays. Well, if he well, stays would, at would AEW, Triple H ruin him. You know, would Triple H? You know, because oh, like, just, if it, would, if they, it, would they make him change his name? That, that, that I think that was that. all Vince. I, I, that was all Vince though. I don't think yeah. Triple H has actually got his names back. So. Yeah, we got Piper Niven now. <laughs> yeah, um, but he wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to use the Bullet Club gimmick. They can still use some of that because they're they're good with it with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So that's kind of like his thing. So yeah. I don't know how how that would work. I'm really looking forward to the MJF Daniel Bryan match. Bryan Danielson, yeah. excuse me, Bryan Danielson yeah. match. Um, I think that's going to be fantastic. I love MJF. He is such a jerk, and I love it. Oh, he's one of the best kills ever. I mean, I, they had on on last week's Dynamite, they had his entrance, and during his entrance, they went to a pitcher-in-pitcher break. Well, I never watch those. I always just fast-forward. But I was like, let me see what MJF's going to do. He walked up to some, to some couple, boyfriend and girlfriend, had the girlfriend kiss him on the cheek, and then flipped off the boyfriend. Kept walking around, grabbed somebody's phone, threw it, <laughs> kept walking around the side, like just trolling everybody on ringside. And I just absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's uh that's gonna be interesting. I, I like I said, I gotta catch up a little bit, but AUW doesn't seem to ever have a bad pay-per-view. No. Um there theirs are all really good. Um 
So I'm, I'm excited about this one coming up. So we got that one. Then we got, of course, the next WWE one will be WrestleMania. It'll be two nights. And I'm not sure how we're going to do that. That's a lot to talk about. We'll have to discuss how we want to uh, go about doing the WrestleMania one. And Kyle, Kyle kind of dropped it earlier. But I, I, I agree with him. We should kind of do maybe like either the week before or sometime late, do some kind of show before WrestleMania. Yeah. And give our thoughts forward because, I mean, because you have because you have a lot to talk about beforehand that, you know, just kind of because, I mean, that's a well, big time. Basketball season will be over, so it'll be a little less busy, at least on my end. Um, no, some of, some of us do baseball and softball, so they'll start picking up. Uh, By the way, I've already uh, requested my days off for the state tournament in uh, Austin for softball because I think we uh, we're, there's a team in this area that I think has a fantastic shot at being there. So I went in and took off. All right. Hey, and you're going to be broadcasting those games. That'll be uh, be fun. That's right. That's right. It's always a good time. It's always a good time going to Austin for the state championship. Whose games are you broadcasting this year for softball? Uh, all the same ones we did last oh, year, but I think, okay, yeah. but I think Reigns, I think Reigns is back to their old, old. They're back. They're still, they're still hooping right now, though. Yeah, they're still hooping, but, but half the the girls that play softball aren't the same girls that are hooping. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so they, uh, the boys and girls are playing the same location uh, Tuesday night. That's when you were talking about their yeah. double header. You. The, the Douglas Douglas is playing at the same location Tuesday night too. Douglas boys are playing Big Sandy in Henderson yeah. at six. And then the Douglas girls are playing Hawkins right after that. So another, I like, I like them doing that. I like the schools doing that. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this, this edition of off the ropes, episode two elimination chamber. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. Make sure you subscribe to the DSN. We've got all kinds of content coming. We've got the off the rope show. We've got uh, big news. There is a new, that's so dope podcast with Corey, vince and jd coming up um sometime in the near future so don't forget about that as well that's so dope that's (laughs) we've got lots of lots of good content coming so make sure you subscribe to us and uh share all our uh our social media sites are scrolling down there at the bottom uh for brandon and kyle i'm brett we'll catch you next time on off the ropes peace